Good evening and welcome to the City of Palm Coast uh, Council business meeting this evening. It's Tuesday, October the 5th, 2021. It is 6 p.m. and we are in the community wing of City Hall. So if you would all rise and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. <clears throat> Clerk would call the roll, please. Mayor Alfin. Present. Vice Mayor Branquino. Right here. Councilmember Barbosa. Here. Councilmember Denko. Here. Councilmember Klufus. Present. Mayor, all members are present. Thank you. We'll start the meeting with uh, public participation. So I would invite any members of the public that would wish to step forward and comment. I would ask you to um, keep your comments to three minutes or less. And I'll also say we do have public comment cards if you would be so kind at your option to fill them out, it will allow our staff an easier time to follow up on issues that require additional conversation uh, after the meeting. So are there any members of the public that would like to step forward at this time? Yes, sir. Robert MacDonald, Palm Coast. Good evening. Tonight will be my last meeting that I will ever attend in this building for the following reasons. When a resident in the past had a concern, a complaint, or even a compliment, we were given time to address the council and we got a response before the meeting was over. Well, that policy has now been changed. According to the mayor, you fill out a card and you will get a response. Well, that idea is not working out too well. Because I was here two weeks ago and I asked some comments and I'm still waiting. The council is also supposed to be professional and respectful. Well, from what I heard the last meeting, that didn't work out too well either. My time is definitely too valuable to waste anymore to come and hear grown men yelling and screaming at each other like we were on a playground. In case you all forgot, you are supposed to be representing not only your local district, but also this city. The very few of us that are still left that keep coming to these meetings, we come here because we generally care. Well, maybe you guys all should do the same. Put your personal feelings aside and leave them at the door, <clears throat> okay? I know for a fact that if God rest his soul in heaven, John Ness was here, this wouldn't be going on. This behavior that has been going on as of late would not be going on, trust me. This behavior is only going on because the residents who still care about this city have now stopped coming, including me. I'm done. Thank you for your comment. Next speaker, please. 
Good evening, Mr. Mayor and members of the board. My name is Scott W. Spradley. I live in Flagler Beach. I have my business in Flagler Beach, which is a law firm. I've been there for 15 years. Um, um, my law firm provides representation to individuals and small businesses throughout the area. The last two years have been really a struggle for a lot of individuals and small businesses for all the reasons we know. Um, so I added to my plate and helped 54 businesses obtain PPP loans, uh, Paycheck Protection Program loans. A lot of restaurants, other law firms, other businesses, real estate companies, all of which kept them going. And, and we are happy to do that. This is what we do. I have, over the last two years, I have four employees, all women, all moms, all who live in Palm Coast. You represent them all, including Mr. Danko. Two weeks ago today. Uh, point of order, Mr. Mayor. Is the Flagler Trump Club and its agenda on our city council this is, agenda? This is, this is public participation. I understand. Public is, the public is allowed to speak their mind, so reserve your comment. Okay. We'll get to it. Continue. Two weeks ago today, Mr. Danko made a began a social media point of order mr mayor it was the flagler trump club that took a unanimous vote to boycott a local media organization let, that let, this gentleman um advertises let, let with the, let the member of the public finish his comments i'm going to want to respond back his, please let him finish Thank you. his comment first respect for the public first continue two weeks ago today mr danko posted on his facebook page he alone and shared it to 91 other individuals, I have it, if anyone wants to read it, um, his position that he was asking for his followers to boycott 21 local businesses. And the sole reason for his request to boycott these businesses, including my law firm, is that we do or we have advertised on his arch enemy, Flagler Live. That's it. That's the reason why. And I know that's the only reason why, because he later put a follow-up post which said, any of you who advertise, if you'll take it down, I'll support you. So that was the only reason. My concern is that we support business. A lot of businesses here support business. This particular individual, out of one corner of his mouth, says he supports business. Right, I've had enough of this, Mr. Mayor. And the Trump yeah, Club is not on the Mr. agenda of this council. Mr. Danko, this man public, is just making stuff up, trying to pin it on me. No, I've had enough finish. of this garbage from this guy. Then, then leave the dais. You allow this? Mr. I, I'm, Mr. I'm appalled Danko, at you allowing this. The public has a right to speak. Let them finish. He doesn't have you a right have to come in here and prevent, present false facts. Mr. Continue. Mayor, I've said nothing about any clubs. Continue, please. I've said nothing about any clubs. I'm talking about Mr. Danko's. No, you're talking about the Trump Club and their press release. That's 575 members, sir. 575 members. I reposted a press release. Mr. Danko. You're dangerous Mr. territory as a lawyer, and you should know it. Parliamentarian, Mr. Mr. Mayor, point of order here. Um, folks, uh, the mayor's responsibilities, as I've indicated many times before, is to keep order in here. And uh, all members of this council are not to, to speak over other members of this council. All members of this council are not to interrupt. They are to address all of their comments to the, to the mayor. And when they receive uh, direction from the mayor, they are to, to, 
to, uh, to fo follow the mayor's directions. Um, the mayor has the power uh, to um, remove individuals, including council members, uh, from this, from this uh, uh, gathering, from this room, if uh, the order is not followed and his, his orders are, are, are not followed. Um, so I would, I would counsel each member um, in the audience as well as on this, on this council uh, to remember our, our rules of procedure. And sometimes, sometimes in, in, in this business, um, we hear things we don't like to hear, um, but, and, and I respect that. It's painful at times to hear certain things, but we are, we are uh, requ required to, to keep order and to follow the, follow the rules. And um, it's my legal opinion that, that the comments that are made uh, during public comments this evening do not rise to the level that would require the mayor to uh, 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 cause this individual to uh, cease his presentation. Certainly, uh, there can be a discussion about this uh, to the extent that uh, uh, this council wishes to pursue that or an individual council member wishes to pursue that after this gentleman is com has completed his presentation. But um, based upon my, my understanding of his presentation, this is, this is for better or for worse democracy and this is, and this is what um, uh, the business of the, the city council is, is to, is to listen to these matters and then address them appropriately. Sir, you have a few seconds left. Please address your comments to me. My concern is the viewpoint that's being expressed through this council to other businesses. This council has sought not only to satisfy its constituents, of which my employees are for, but also wants to bring in business. The message that I'm hearing to businesses is, come to Palm Coast. We like business. Unless you advertise with the wrong guy, then we're going to do everything we can to undermine you and to take away your employees' wages. I usually come up with solutions when I bring up a problem. I don't know the problem. That's in your hands. But it's a problem. Please fix it. Thank you for your comment. Thank you. Councilman Danko, I'll give you the option. Fine. I will respond. Respond briefly. I will. Number one, the Trump Club is a club with 575 members that I happen to be vice president of. 575 members. It is not on the agenda of Palm Coast City Council, anything they do. Number two, the boycott that the Trump Club initiated against Flagler Live came from a Trump Club member who brought it to our board of directors. The entire board of directors voted to present it to the membership, and the entire membership voted for that boycott. It's not my fault he advertises with someone that the Trump Club is boycotting. That's the club's right, that's anybody's right. I know he's an anti-Trumper, I know he's a liberal, I don't really care about that, but it is a weapon that has been used by both sides and lots of political organizations, and for him to come here and attack me personally just because I reposted press releases, I'm sorry if our boycott is address, hurting your Address business, your comments. Sir. But Councilman that's Danko, not part address of what Address your comments to here. me, please. Okay. But that's not part of what we do here. So he can advertise with whoever he wants, but if people don't want to use his services, that's fine. We've already had four sponsors drop off of Flagler Live because of their agenda. Okay. I it's think not made, part of the what point. we should be discussing here. And a personal attack like that, quite frankly, Mr. Mayor, I'm appalled that you allowed it. Do any other councilmen have a, uh, a comment at this time? If not... Are there any other members of the public that would like to comment at this time? Please address the podium.
Steve Carr, Palm Coast. I'm, I'm just going to talk briefly about uh, Herod, uh, a problem that the city council inherited. You know, kick can, can down the road type thing. Not long ago, there were concerns whether or not cigarette smoking was hazardous to our health. The tobacco industry fought against that notion. Today, we have concerns whether close proximity traffic to homes is hazardous to our health. The scientific community in both cases of tobacco and close proximity traffic has stated, yes, that they are hazardous to our health, harms to lungs. When it comes to traffic fumes, dust, traffic dust, and noise, there are those just like the tobacco industry and will fight against that notion of the harm. Each, each new city council members, uh, we are having to re-educate by the residents about the harm of close proximity to traffic homes. This is, is evident since nothing is being done to correct the issues. This takes time and residents are being harmed while waiting for a solution. ITT designed the intersection of Palm Coast Parkway, Palm Harbor Parkway for the exchange of traffic between two parkways, not through residential neighborhoods. At present, according to FDOT, Florida Park Drive has an excess of 8,400 cars per day, just 60 feet from homes, from the bedrooms of children, 80 feet from children on the basketball courts of Holland Park. Florida Park Drive is being used as a thoroughfare to exchange traffic between the two parkways. Any solution that does not greatly reduce this volume of traffic will be a deception to us. What is a child's health worth? Is the, city, is the city willing to protect children from poisonous traffic fumes and traffic dust? There's no easy solution, I'll agree, but there must be a solution to protect the children. There are five non-residential roads to exchange traffic between Palm Coast Parkway and Matanzas Wood Palm Harbor Parkways. Yet the city continues to let convenience for drivers harm the residential neighborhoods along these corridors. Why? What is a child's health worth? Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Next speaker, please. <clears throat> Pat Farrelly, I just came tonight. I won't be coming here anymore because Mr. Alcom has worked with me about these booklets. I, I was so gung-ho about these being given out to everyone who rents here or moves here. And he's working with me, <clears throat> so you shouldn't have to see me anymore. But I came to also thank you for, as you said in the observing, the observer, the parking code has served the city well during the past 20 years, reinforcing, reinforcing the curb appeal. I thank you for that. Um, I also wanted to reinforce, there's um, a real estate gentleman, I don't say names in this city, but he's been in Palm Coast for years and years and years. And he said up until 2005, they, the real estate, so that was my first thing, that they had to give these out. He said they had to give them out until 2005. A friend of mine, she's been an agent here in Palm Coast for 32 years, and she also said they had to give them out. Um, you came up with a great idea when I met with you about having the um, title companies give it out. And it was funny because a couple of days later, I met a couple who moved here, and he said where they came from, that's what they did. 
they, uh, the title companies had to give it out. So it was funny, it was right after you said it. But then, I don't know if anyone knows, he told me I could say his name, Sam from Watson. He said, even if the utility company, the water company, because you have to go there in person, um, if they hand them these. So I know you're working on it, and I approached Rich Sta uh, Rick Staley to see if he could get the COPs to do the thing I mentioned last month, if they see something against restrictions to give the list to the code enforcer. I, I don't know how, um, I don't know where it is with Rick Staley right now. Um, what else? Uh, Mr. Danko, in two observers, you, you, you were saying please, that- um, Please address me. Oh, that Palm Coast is not an HOA. It's not an HOA, from what I learned, per se, because we don't pay a fee. But we still have the CNRs, the covenants and restrictions. So, you know, by telling people to go move where there's no HOAs, people like me moved to Palm Coast 21 years ago, whatever, because it was pretty, it was well kept, so there were always the covenants and restrictions. So you keep stressing about there's no HOA. And the, well, I don't have time to get into the other thing, but I think I said it all. And I thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Are there any other members of the public that would like to comment at this time? Good evening, Mayor and Council Members. My name is Tina Woolridge, and we moved to this area about a year ago. There was many reasons why we chose um, Palm Coast. Um, and I got a lot of literature and things in the mail, and my husband and I voted for you, Mr. Mayor, and it said that uh, you would help us with our taxes, not raise our taxes. I understand the taxes are going to rise quite a bit. And that I don't understand because we put all of our trust, and I told many friends to vote for you because I felt like this man is going to be concerned for the residents of this area and want us here for the long term, not just temporary. And uh, other things that um, has came to my attention that, um, there's going to be a fleet of new trucks and equipment. Um, who's going to pay for that? What's next? Are we going to have to pay for this? Or do you have resources uh, from the county, the state, or whatever that will help with all the things that are happening? Uh, I prefer not to have a lot of people in the area because the more people, the more crime rates we're going to have. That means you're going to have to have more policemen, more law enforcement, more things that's going to have to be happening if there's a lot more people going to come and get in this area. We chose this area here because we thought it was a great place to retire here for the long term. My husband and I, and I have a couple friends that are looking in the area to have new homes built as well. And now I'm puzzled. So I'm asking you, to explain to me what is happening. Um, I don't want to be taxed out of my home, 
or to have to move the area because my husband and I came from Charleston, South Carolina. We moved here. We had a home built here and we felt this area was a great area to retire for the lifestyle and the way the area is. Not a big city, not overcrowded, a peaceful uh, law-abiding area uh, with low crime rate. Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Thank you. Are there any other members of the public that would like to speak at this time? Mr. Mayor, Al Cryer is my name, and, and I'm speaking on behalf of Safety on Cimarron. And I made a promise to you back in August that we'd be done with our petition. And I ran into two communities where some of the people went up north. So I want to move that back. Uh, I should have it completely done in October. Last, the very last, the first uh, meeting in November. So that'll be the end of petition with the residents signing in favor of doing something on Cimarron. Uh, also, uh, I only had two things to mention tonight. One was the petition. Number two, I want to thank all of you for moving this forward. Uh, I could not ask anything more of the city than, than what they've done for me. I've always got the information. I've always got the help. And I just want you to know that I really appreciate it. And hopefully we can move it forward. The budget has been approved. There's a small amount in there to do a study, but it's a step forward. And all I ask you is to just keep moving it forward and let's let it happen because I'm one guy here that I enjoy living in this place. I like this place. So thank you, everybody. Thank you for your comment. Any additional uh, members of the public like to step forward? Hello, everybody. Good evening. Um, Paul Vargo, uh, Colorado Drive. Um, Mr. Mayor, I, I came here, I think, three weeks ago with the graffiti problem that we have on the bridge uh, over on Palm Harbor. That still hasn't been taken care of. Uh, I went through the proper channels to uh, call that in and try to get some action on it. I don't... <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't know what a reasonable time is, and that's all I'm asking for. I mean, is it, has it just fallen out or what has happened? But I, uh, because of the profanity and everything on that bridge, I'd like to have it taken care of. Um, the other one is the further deterioration of the canal system. Uh, looking at the, um, the condos on Clubhouse Drive, I believe, I'm no engineer, Okay, uh, but I believe that if we had a good storm, uh, that wall is going into the canal. That wall, I would say, is definitely going to go in. It's eroding. It's washing into the canal. Another incident that I came across, uh, just out of conversation with somebody in the neighborhood, is on new construction of a house where not enough care is being probably taken there to protect the canal. Okay, so the water is washing off while they're doing a the new construction. The house next door, the gentleman's a friend of mine, he just happened to bring it up 
and now he can stand by his canal and the water's up to his knees. So, okay, what do you say to that? Uh, you know, can you dredge it out? I, I, you know, there's probably a ton of permits and everything else to do with that. Who would handle that kind of thing? So those are things that I think we have to just continue to watch uh, to keep the integrity of that canal where it should be, at the depths that it should be, and, and all. And I appreciate it. Thank uh, you. Mr. Mayor? Thank you for your comment. Mr. Yes, do Councilman. A, do we have an address on the graffiti? I think it's the Colorado Bridge. Colorado uh, Bridge? Yeah. I'm sorry? What's the address on the graffiti? Oh, the uh, it's on all three bridges. Uh, but the other two bridges have been covered up, okay? Uh, the one I'm talking about is, uh, what is it, Palm Harbor? I think is the third bridge there. Okay, and, and it, it's quite a, quite a bit of graffiti. Thank you. Councilman, does that answer your question? Yes. Are there any other members of the public that would like to step forward and comment at this time? Seeing none, I will close this public participation and I will come back to City Council. Are there any comments um, on the public participation this evening? But uh, hopefully we can talk about uh, how we were able to lower the millage rate and uh, growth is handled through homesteading of homes to prevent taxes from going up and, and things like that. If you just want to give a brief summation so people don't think we're out here raising their taxes. So I'll make uh, Councilman Frankino. No, I just want to uh, actually, uh, I want to say, uh, let me just use the word Bob, because I became your friend. Bob, I am really sorry that you, you were part of this. You became part of the family, because I've seen you here for the last three years almost every time. When you tell me you're not coming back, it bothers me. It does bother me. And if I said anything or did anything that offended you, okay, not personally, of course, uh, uh, by virtue of my job here, I do apologize to you. And I mean sincerely, I apologize to you. And please, don't stop coming. Please, consider that. Reconsider uh, uh, coming back. Thank you. So, Councilman, and, and I'll, I'll finish with a comment that <clears throat> my procedure will be to defer answers to our interim city manager for the purpose of offering clear, concise, correct, and complete answers. I feel at the podium and in a short timeline, we may not be able to answer the question entirely. Part of the reason for the comment cards is to make sure that we can contact and connect with each of you following the meeting to make sure that you get an answer that again is correct, clear, concise, and complete. So I share with uh, Councilman Bronchino, I hope you will favor us with your presence again in the future, and we will make every effort to make sure that we are able to answer those questions in the shortest timeline possible. Regarding the budget, it would be my pleasure to sit and review the budget at your pleasure. So please let me know when it would be convenient, and we'll go through to try to answer the questions that you raised today. 
Um, uh, those are the comments that I have. Yes, uh, Just Councilman. one more comment real quick, and I think this will sum uh, summarize. The fleet funds, uh, we do have additional fleet uh, vehicles coming online this upcoming year, but we have fleet funds that we pay for these vehicles incrementally up to time of replacement so that there's not a one-time balloon payment if we replace a truck this upcoming year. We're not pulling out all of the money immediately. This has been funded through uh, and, and a longer plan for our feet, uh, fleet replacement. So for just the audience out there, I just want to make sure that we're on clear terms that our fleet replacements are things that we have long-term planning for and that these aren't one-time huge balloon payments. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you. Any additional comments at this time? We'll move to the next item on our agenda, presentations and proclamations. Um, next item will be a presentation of the 14th annual Intracoastal waterway cleanup results. We need to do. Oh, I'm sorry, the minutes. Let's back up. Apologies. I'm looking for a motion for approval of the minutes of September the 21st business meeting and September the 22nd special final budget hearing. Move to approve it. Second. We have a motion and a second. Any discussion? All in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? We'll proceed with the uh, presentation now, please. Absolutely. Good evening, Mayor, City Council members, Jordan Myers, Environmental Planner uh, for the City of Palm Coast. I'm here to present our 2021 annual intercoastal waterway cleanup results, or the 14th annual. Um, and we do have um, the most unique find here tonight that I will explain in a little bit. And I have some t-shirts for the council members who were not able to make the cleanup. So the reason we have the waterway cleanup is to just help keep Palm Coast beautiful, but also it emerges in with part of our strategic action plan, um, objective 5.1, enhance community and visitors recreational opportunities and experiences at community events. This year we had the waterway cleanup on September 4th. Um, volunteers were welcome to clean anywhere they'd like, so the saltwater canals, parks, trails. We even invited them to go out to the beaches uh, to help clean up anywhere that they could. We met at the community center, which is where that red arrow is pointing to. These are our past mascots. Every year we have a mascot for the cleanup. These, were, these have been our past mascots since 2013, our most recent being Sir Otterton, who was our mascot last year. This was our mascot for this year, um, Small Tooth Sawfish. Um, as always, we have a, um, a voting for what the name of the mascot should be. This year, these suggestions actually came from our Fun in the Sun summer campers. We gave them coloring pages and they colored uh, the mascot and gave us name suggestions, which you can see on your screens, um, the various ones that were selected and voted on. We got 120 votes with Jeff coming in third place, Sandy coming in second place, and with Sprinkles winning at 44 votes. So it was Sprinkles the Small Tooth Sawfish. These are some of our social media posts that we had to advertise the event. Um, we did some fun facts about Small Tooth Sawfish as they are an endangered native species. Um, we did a post about the t-shirts and the bags that our volunteers would be getting. And just a reminder, showing Sprinkles the Small Tooth Sawfish. Our main sponsor for all of these years for the waterway cleanup has been the Florida Inland Navigation District, or FIND as we call them. They've been helping to support this event for the past 14 years and has provided us uh, with $70,000 over the in $5,000 increments for all of the waterway cleanups. And we do have Commissioner Stapleford here who would like to speak after the presentation is completed. 
These are the pictures of the different items that were submitted for the most unique find contest. And you'll notice find is spelled out for Florida Inland Navigation District. Um, the one in the red square is the gas mask that won. We do have the gas mask here, which is what you all took your picture with. So one of the Girl Scouts, Miss Carolyn Whitney, actually found this gas mask and it was framed. Um, they are here in attendance. So this was awarded the most unique find for waterway cleanup, and I would agree that it is a fairly unique find. So for our final results, we had 252 registered volunteers. That was pre-registration and day of registrations. And they collected over 1,750 pounds of trash. So you can see on the bar chart, that was a significant increase from last year, and as well as the amount of registrations we had increased from last year. So mascots ideas for next year, um, we've already decided the event will be on September 10th. We have the, there we go, the North Atlantic right whale, the red snapper, and the osprey. So those are some of the ideas we have for possible mascots for next year. Any questions? Any questions from uh, council at this time? Nope, tremendous event, always a fun time to participate, and I swear those t-shirts get more comfortable and better fitting every single year. Thank you. I, I would make a comment that how many members of staff participated in the event? Oh goodness, um, over 15 at least. So they spent a great deal of time organizing, actually attending on a, on a Saturday, and uh, there was a, a level of enthusiasm and support and energy throughout the residents uh, that participated at all ages. Some came inside of the community center, others just uh, came by the, uh, the parking area. But it's refreshing to see how our community can come together and how neighbors can work together on a single effort to protect one of our most valuable amenities um, in the city of Palm Coast. So, we thank staff uh, for helping to organize and make that happen. And I think at this time, I would like to introduce Commissioner Stapleford, who will say a few words. Just a few words, uh, Mr. Chairman and uh, distinguished members of our city council. Uh, it's an honor for me to be here and uh, as the commissioner for the fine, as uh, appointed by the governor. Uh, I want to say, and I want to look in this direction for a moment, if I may. Jordan, you did an unbelievable job in putting this together. And I want to thank the, uh, the young ladies in the back. There they are. Thank you for all you did as your group and for that amazing find of which she <laughs> sent this uh, beautiful package here um, to our committee uh, headquarters down in the Palm, Coast, Palm Beach uh, area. And, uh, well, behind it, she had a letter that was addressed to me, and as a former naval naval aviator, I have to say it brought me to tears. So uh, I am grateful for all that uh, has been done by the city and the members who volunteered, and Mr. Mayor and yourself, uh, plus the discovery of the best find object of all. Thank you for doing that. But I wanted to say one additional thanks to, to uh, you, Mr. Chairman, and to the, uh, the group here. Last two weeks ago, we met uh, again uh, as a committee of chairman of uh, commissioners and to review the briefings that were given to us for additional grants for the coming year. 
Um, I want to say that uh, Denise Bevan and uh, Carl Cote, are they here today? There they are. They did an amazing briefing, a, uh, a PowerPoint briefing, and uh, for part two of the Waterfront Park that you are hoping to have built here in the near future. And so uh, I wanted to announce tonight that we uh, agreed to grant $211,000, $250 to the city for that second part, phase two. Excellent. So Wonderful. Bravo. <laughs> Mr. S Commissioner Stapleford. The Girl Scouts just to, uh, to stand up for us so that we can give them a round of applause for their hard work. Thank you. And for, uh, for any of those members of the public that aren't aware, uh, Commissioner Stapleford is a resident, a proud resident of the city of Palm Coast. So we enjoy having him here. And uh, Commissioner Stapleford, keep, those, uh, keep that funding coming. We appreciate that very, very much. Thank you. I'd just like to add that if any possibility we could put a picture of the mask and the letter in our site. I think that would be a good thing because it's a beautiful letter. Good. I'm sure we can make that happen. Absolutely. Very good. All right. Is that a triple X? <laughs> it's extra medium. Yeah. <laughs> extra medium. Yes. Oh, is this mine? Yes. All right. Our next item on the agenda this evening is a proclamation. This is a very important proclamation. They all are, but this is a really very special group that has uh, come to visit with us this evening. So let me begin. Whereas home should be a place of warmth, unconditional love, tranquility, and security. And for most of us, home and family can indeed be counted among our greatest blessings. Tragically, for many Americans, their home is tarnished by violence and fear. And whereas family violence is a crime that transcends race, religion, ethnicity, and economic structure, and one of its greatest tragedies is its effect on our children. And whereas an estimated 4.8 million cases of domestic violence occur each year, and its most tragic level kills an average of more than three women every day nationally. And whereas the Family Life Center, the only certified domestic violence emergency shelter and rape crisis center in Flagler County, provided 5,618 services to victims in the past year. And whereas each October, the formal recognition of Domestic Violence Awareness Month allows the community to acknowledge and show their support for the victims of the horrific crime. And whereas the Flagler County Advocates Alliance comprised of the Flagler County Sheriff's Office, 
victim advocate, the Flagler Beach Police Department victim advocates, the state attorney's victim advocate for the Seventh Judicial Circuit Flagler, and the Family Life Center, and the Flagler County Domestic Violence Task Force membership are committed to confront this crisis and are working together to increase public understanding of this problem and mobilize community efforts to and end domestic violence in Flagler County. Now, therefore, be it proclaimed, the City of Palm Coast Mayor and City, of Council, and City Council hereby designate October as Domestic Violence Awareness Month and urge all citizens of Palm Coast to become a part of the community response to end domestic violence and to send this message that the crime will not be tolerated in our community. As we spread awareness of domestic violence in our community during the month of October, we recognize and it takes, that it takes an entire community to stand together and make a difference. Together, we can break the cycle and impact the lives of future generations. Proclaimed the fifth day of October, 2021. I can't be prouder to offer you, Trish, and all of your members here um, a chance to, uh, to celebrate this proclamation. And this is just today. We hope as a community that we keep this very close to the heart every day going forward for all the years to come. So accept this. <clears throat> Would you uh, share a few words with us? Sure. Pardon my back. Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to say that um, I've been a part of Family Life Center for 14 years, and um, in my time there, I have helped, we have helped thousands of families here in Flagler County. It is not easy work, and no one of us does it alone. It is this group and many others who work tirelessly, no matter what is going on, whether it's COVID or not in providing immediate emergency services. And I want to say that that also includes each and every one of you. Without your support, we could not do this work. We need to make sure that we continue to talk about domestic violence and we hold perpetrators accountable for what they do. I, I understand that um, Sheriff Staley is not here. However, he was kind enough to send a few of his um, commanders in, in chief to uh, represent FCSO. So I want to thank them personally for participating and being such wonderful partners, Kim and Jennifer. And um, Flagler Beach is also wonderful partners. Um, and I especially want to thank Virginia, who I thank all of you for allowing to participate and represent you all on our board of directors. She's been a fantastic asset, and so we are grateful to have her. Um, and Mayor, I am thrilled to get this from you especially. Um, mayor and I go back a little ways before he was mayor, um, but it is very important that people know how important this is in the city of Palm Coast, because as beautiful as Palm Coast is, domestic violence happens right here. So I never want us to forget that. Thank you so much. Please, 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 this is important. I'll just, oh, okay, I thought you were done. I'd just like to add, add a comment on that. Thank you. I'm Candace Wilkie. I'm the Domestic Violence Services Coordinator at the Family Life Center. As you can see, we are a sea of purple. 
Purple is the color for domestic violence. So we are asking everybody to join us in wearing purple every Thursday throughout the month of October. Take pictures, post to your social media, um, share them with us, and we'll be happy to post them to ours. And we also want to invite you to our conference. We have partnered with, I should say, the Domestic Violence Task Force, Family Life Center, and Daytona State College have partnered to provide a free conference on Friday, October 15th from 8.30 to 1. It will be a series of six different sessions offered twice. So participants can attend two of those sessions that morning at free of charge. So we would love to have you all come out. I sent the flyer to Virginia, so hopefully that will be shared to you all. Thank you. Um, so it's open to everybody, not just our council members, but also the public. So we hope everybody comes out and joins us and learns a little bit more about domestic violence. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. Well, I just basically want to add that uh, when you have your meetings, uh, I think that uh, people should familiarize themselves with the Attorney General guidelines on domestic violence. A lot of works have been put into that by a very high people. They take that serious. We, men and women, should take domestic violence serious. I've been a cop, as you know, and I've been in situations that men and women sometimes forget that they have kids, that they suffer a lot more with domestic violence than us adults. Please put that on their minds, being them victims or whatever you're going to call the other ones. Uh, and if I may, uh, uh, Trish, thank you for your extended efforts. This has been many years of, you know, before my term on council that you have been putting in all this max effort. Uh, if you could briefly um, just tell the public where and how they can help by donating and uh, participating in events, obviously, on the 15th. But if you could tell them what you need and how to get it to you, maybe some listeners out there would be able to help. Excellent. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, the first thing I want to address is that on October 15th, which is our first annual Rise Up Conference, half-day conference at Daytona State College, we actually do have a session specific to childhood trauma and its impact over the lifetime. So if you're interested, you're welcome to come on in and participate in that specifically. Although there are five other sessions, including one for clergy, um, and again, anyone can participate in any one of those. Uh, the Family Life Center, although our shelter is confidential, we do have a public location at 4721 East Moody Boulevard. We are open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, and we are asking for new donations. Um, and I know that sounds a little bit challenging, <coughs> but we do not have the capacity to clean items due to COVID. Uh, and so we are asking for new clothing and or household goods that you may have. Um, right now we are, I know this is going to sound strange, but we are in need of underwear both for young boys and for um, young girls. Um, we just need a variety of sizes. Um, and so you can always visit our website, familylifecenterflagler.org. Uh, you can uh, like us on Facebook, which is Family Life Center Flagler. Uh, and, and we usually have a wish list. I would also recommend that, especially with the holiday season coming up, that you utilize Amazon Smile and identify the Family Life Center as a charity of choice. And we will actually benefit just with your regular shopping. You're not giving, you're not giving necessarily out of your pocket, but you're identifying that we are your charity of choice, and we will receive uh, funds for that. Um, and all of that information is on our website, and we will go ahead and send that all to you so that you make sure that you guys have it. And again, we appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Anytime. We have a next, uh, another proclamation.
city's front line. <laughs> Whereas our business and government system, both locally and across this nation, recognize that making a strong commitment and exemplary customer. I wanted to work for the city. Customer service builds the trust of our customers and clients. And whereas, businesses and government whose professional service representatives understand and anticipate the needs of expectations of their customers by showing commitment and regular exceeding the customer's expectations. And whereas, the City of Palm Coast Citizens Engagement Department customer service representatives consistently make a difference and the lives of residents of the city and committing to the highest standards of the service. Every day, a routinely improving service to citizens through innovative and considerate means. And whereas Palm Coast residents have come to rely heavily on the knowledgeable and friendly exchange of information with the city's customers service division. Over the past eight years, addressing an average of 100,000 inquiries annually on a variety of city-related matters. And whereas since 1992, the United States Congress established the first full week of every October to recognize customer service professionals who serve daily on the front lines. Now, therefore, be it proclaimed that the Palm Coast Mayor and City Council do hereby proclaim the week of October 1st through October 7th as Customer Service Week and encourage all citizens to acknowledge the contribution customer service professionals make this community by providing valuable information and services with thoughtfulness and compassion. Adopt this fifth day of October 2021 as Customer Service Week. Signed, Virginia Smith and David Alfred May. Okay. Uh, just, just today I was uh, saying <laughs> You guys got to be doing something good because <laughs> I'm getting like no complaints anymore. <laughs> so thank you. So Councilman, if, well, go ahead, please. Oh, I just wanted to take a second. Um, Lisa Asville, Customer Service Manager. Um, thank you so much for recognizing our department. We have 16 incredible employees that have worked tirelessly through the nights, weekends, holidays, hurricane detail, working 36 hours in a row just to meet the needs of our citizens. But all while working so hard, they do it with a smile and make sure that each resident is taken care of. And I just wanted to say thank you to them. Thank you. Very good. I would, I would love to see the applause even louder because customer service during these most difficult times over these last 18 or more months has been a challenge that certainly our customer service area has never faced before. And they have really shined through the process. Um, we're constantly looking at it. We're approving it through their hard efforts, their comments. It's a process that we will continue to get better and better, but they've done a great job. So, uh, so thank you all very, very much. Any other uh, comments from uh, City Council at this time? We do have a, a short video for the council. As Please, well. go ahead. I wanted to work for the City of Palm Coast because I loved the community feel, and I liked the idea of being able to help out my neighbors. Residents, when they call in, 
They're calling their neighbors. They're calling the people who live in their community. You know, their problems are our problems and we care about them too. The most rewarding part of my job is when we can help a customer, they leave smiling and they're happy and we were able to do what they needed. I try to always go by the rule, treat the customers I would want it to be treated. Try to just work with them and get the results at the end for the customer. It's a great place to work and you do get to meet a lot of nice people. Everybody rocks. Everybody does a great job. That's what makes the city run smoothly and everybody's just wonderful. I would love to tell my coworkers in customer service that they're appreciated, they're valued, they're loved, and they do such a great job in our, our neighborhood and it just makes my heart happy to work with so many awesome people. Very nice, very nice. And just a, a final note, I don't think I heard it during the present, uh, during the, the proclamation. Can the interim city manager just share with us the number of interactions that occurred during the course of a year? I mean, it's an it's a incredibly large number. Yes, I heard as part of the overview of 100,000 interactions, and that's really impressive to treat each one of those interactions and have that as a unique experience for our customers. So thank you to our representatives and all the teamwork that goes behind what you guys do every day. So when we talk about um, answering resident questions, Please understand the magnitude of the, the Q&A. We're talking about 100,000 interactions. So we desperately try to get it right. And although instant gratification is what we all would like, it does take some time to prepare the best answer, the most complete answer, the most accurate answer. So again, with 100,000 interactions, it, it's quite a, a sizable number. So ladies, thank you again. Moving on to uh, second read of uh, ordinances, I'd ask uh, Mr. Reichman if you would please. Certainly, Mr. Mayor, this is an ordinance of the City of Palm Coast, Florida, amending the City's Unified Land Development Code, amending Section 10.02, Floodplain Management of Chapter 10, Environmental and Cultural Resource Protection to meet federal requirements, amending Section 14.2, Glossary to add, revise, and delete definitions relating to floodplain terminology, providing for applicability, severability, codification, providing for conflicts, and providing for an effective date. We had very little comment uh, at the last. Uh, I would entertain a motion. I'll make the motion. I'll second it. We have a motion and a second. Any further discussion? Um, I'll open it up to the public. Is there any comment uh, regarding uh, this ordinance? Seeing none, back to City Council. Any final discussion? If not, I would call for a vote. All in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Mayor, motion passes five to zero. Thank you. Saving money on taxes, insurance. Next item, Mr. Reichman. Mayor, Council, an ordinance to the City Council of the City of Palm Coast, Florida, repealing and replacing Chapter Two, Article One, Division Three, Purchases and Contractual Services, Sections Two Twenty Four through Two Thirty One of the Code of Ordinances of the City of Palm Coast, providing for severability, codification, conflicts, and providing for an effective date. Are there any questions from City Council? I would ask for a motion. I'll make the motion. Seconded. A motion and a second. Is there any uh, discussion? Now I'll open it up to the public. Are there any comments from the public regarding um, the ordinance? Seeing none, back to City Council. Is there any presentation necessary? Very good. Any further discussion? 
All in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Mayor, motion passes five to zero. Thank you. We move on to the uh, consent agenda. Are there any? I believe we have a resolution. Uh, one, one more. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Under H? Good. Seven. Would you like me to read the title? Yes, please. Mr. Mayor, Council, this is a resolution of the City Council of the City of Palm Coast Order approving the fourth amendment of the interlocal agreement with the Flagler County Sheriff's Office for Law Enforcement Services, authorizing the mayor to execute the agreement, providing severability, conflicts, implementing actions, and providing for an effective date. Make a motion to approve it. We have a motion. Is there a second? Uh, I'll second it, but I'd also just uh, comment. I seconded. Okay. Uh, the only comment I have is this agreement, uh, we start paying them uh, the additional rate for the additional officers starting October 1st. And I was just wondering, is that uh, historically how we've done this? Because of, uh, I assume that it's not going to have immediate uh, deployment of deputies onto the streets, so I wasn't certain on... Uh, whether or not this is historically the same way we've done it or, um, or this is just something new because uh, I mean I don't have a timeline on when these 10 deputies will be put into service but uh, just a little bit of background on whether this is historically the same or if this is different oh, so I was I was addressing the but city manager that, I'm sorry is that a question yes so I think he did ask that question to Chief Strobridge when he was here and I think his answer was that it was dependent on the um, the graduation rate uh, and the timing of those coming out of the academy, um, I don't know. I think we can follow up um, and get you a, a more precise answer, Okay, if that, I, if I that think, helps. Yep, I only ask because in the verbiage, I think the agreement is to start uh, paying them the, the new rate as of uh, October 1st. Uh, yeah, month, the new monthly total starting October 1st, 2021 um, is the new reflected contract dollar amount. If we could just get an answer, that'd be awesome. Interim city manager, would you like to comment or follow up on that? Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't forcing an, an answer right now. If, if we need follow-up, totally understood. Okay. Sorry. Very good. Okay. Um, does this go to the public? Yes. Yeah. So I'll open up for public comment at this time. Uh, are there any members of the public that would like to step forward and comment on this uh, uh, ordinance? Seeing none, back to city council. Any f additional comment? Okay, so we have a, uh, a motion and a second. Uh, no further discussion. All in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Mayor, motion passes five to zero. Thank you. Now we move to item H, resolution. Consent. Oh, we're on the consent agenda, Mr. Mr. I'm Mayor. sorry, consent. Well, I'm losing my place here. I travel too much. Okay. Are there any uh, of the consent items that uh, any city council members would like to uh, remove from consent tonight? Hearing none, um, I would uh, ask for a motion. Make a motion to approve the consent agenda. Second it. Perfect. And we have a second. Any further discussion? Um, and we don't. Mr. Mayor, if it would be appropriate this time, if there's any, any comments from the public on any of the consent items, this would be the time to come forward and provide those comments. Seeing none, we'll come back to uh, City Council. Um, any further discussion? All in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Mayor, motion passes 5-0. to zero. 
we're now up to number J. Number J. No. Uh, number 10. That's part of the. Uh, uh, it's part of the consent. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're on public participation, okay. Mr. Mayor. So, are there any members of the public that would like to step forward at this time um, who haven't commented previously? Seeing none, I will close public participation at this time. Um, discussion by City Council. Are there any members of City Council that would like to comment at this time? Sure. Um, just like I said before, I'd like to thank staff uh, for doing a tremendous job. I think the team is all working together and uh, getting a lot of things done. Thank you. Any other discussion? Um, I would just like to note that this Sunday, uh, the Corvette Club is having an event here in Town Center. I think that's going to be uh, a fantastic thing. We have it on our city calendar, and also um, it came in front of the TDC, and uh, they have funding from the county. So I invite everyone to come out and enjoy Corvettes. And there's also going to be a vice mayor's choice and a council choice for uh, categorically which Corvette is uh, the best amongst them. But uh, I'd like to invite everyone out there. That's all I have. Do we have a time on that? Uh, sure. I think it begins at 11 a.m. and the awards will be handed out around 2 p.m. Thank you, Councilman. I have four things. They're all good. I'd like to uh, congratulate County Administrator Heidi Petit in our appointment. Uh, our customer service, phenomenal job. 100,000 calls. Goodness. You guys are busy. <clears throat> I would like also to uh, congratulate the Flagler County Fire Rescue for saving a gentleman from the rip currents. That was an heroic job, in my opinion, uh, last week at Flagler Beach. And last but not least, the one that I'm most impressed with. Uh, I would like to thank the Stormwater crew for the job they did at the Royal Palms Parkway. That was phenomenal, okay? The, when that storm pipe collapsed, they were there working 12-hour days. They did it in 56 hours. Congratulations, guys. You're making me feel proud, and I'm pretty sure my colleagues are also proud of the job you're doing out there. So for the 99.999999% of the staff that exists here, I'm all proud of you. Thank you. That's it. Very good. And we'll have another comment to follow that up in just a second. But are there any matters that the city attorney would like to uh, no, Mr. Mayor. discuss? So I would ask the, uh, the interim city manager, um, would you like to follow up on uh, Councilman Branquino's and also mention the, uh, the, the video? Yes, thank you, Mayor, and thank you for those kind words for our staff. Um, this was a, a unique circumstance. Safety was at the forefront of our concerns, as it always is in our community. And for this particular item of that as being, again, the focus of looking to outside for contractors and then identifying that we couldn't get the response we needed. So truly proud of our organization having the capability, the capacity to respond so quickly. And I think it is best just to hear directly from our staff and like to share this video, please. My name is Kevin Nelson. I am the stormwater pipe supervisor for the city of Palm Coast. We appreciate you guys being patient with us. You guys have been working around the clock nonstop. We were able to install a new pipe. We got everything compacted. The guys out here, their devotion out here has, has been very impressive. Everyone has worked great together. Everyone's been communicating. Everyone's wearing their PPE and, and making sure that everyone's looking out for each other. The whole 
teamwork dynamic out here has been incredible. I'm glad to report that we now have Royal Palms back open, fully functional. We were able to do this job in-house, save the taxpayers a lot of money and a lot of time. So thank you for your patience while the road's been closed. City Manager, thank you, Staff. You're welcome. Very, very nicely done. So, on that note, I would ask for a motion to to adjourn. Motion to adjourn, sir. Second. Oh yeah. All in favor? Aye. Thank you all.